your mouth and give God glory. For the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. Hallelujah to Jesus. Let all the people praise him. Let all the people praise him forever and forevermore. Let all the people praise him. With your voices, lift them up. With the clapping of your hands, lift them up. Extol the Lord's greatness. We extol your greatness this morning because you're worthy to be praised. We call forth the spirit of healing in the house this morning. We call forth the spirit of deliverance in the house this morning. We call forth the spirit of power in the house this morning. Hallelujah. For every hung down head, the Bible says, lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be ye lifted up ye everlasting doors. For the King of glory shall, he shall, he shall, Hosanna, Hosanna, he shall. Oh God. Come in. Hallelujah. Glory Bless to your name, oh God. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it all right if you just lift your hands and reach for him this morning? Reach, 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 reach. Glory to your name. We're here to surrender it all to him. Every worry, every care, every triumph, every circumstance, we give it all to him. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves, where our heart becomes free and our shame is undone. In your presence, Lord, I Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come, flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. Your presence, Lord.
can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. Oh, 
Everything 
to give God the glory. We come to magnify his name because his presence is here today. Hallelujah. Open up your hearts. Open up your mouth and sing to the Lord. Sing praises unto our God. Sing praises unto our King. That's what we came out here for. We gather ourselves together to worship. We owe him all. We owe him everything. Every breath in your body belongs to him. We come to magnify the Lord. Lay aside your weight and your sin. Lay aside all your concerns right now. Hallelujah. This is a place where you come to give God the praise. And he will meet us here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for that song of praise. Hallelujah. I'm here to worship this morning. Hallelujah. I'm here to give God the glory. Hallelujah. He's a wonderful God. Hallelujah. He's a great God. Hallelujah. He's been good to us, saints. Hallelujah. He's faithful when we're not. Hallelujah. He's merciful when we need him to be. Hallelujah. He's always supplying our needs. And what a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Is in his presence. Hallelujah. That's where I desire to be. Hallelujah. We come to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. If all minds and hearts are clear, let us rise to our feet at this time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Have you thanked the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. When you got up this morning, did you say, thank you, Jesus? Did you think about how you're alive? Hallelujah. And that your brain is functional. And yet your legs and your feet and your arms are able to move this morning. And you got up, hallelujah, not on your own strength, but God had already preordained, hallelujah, that you would magnify him this day in the temple, hallelujah. Those of you on live stream, hallelujah, we thank God for you this morning. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we humble ourselves this morning. God, we know it was you that protected us when we lie down last night and we slumbered and slept. Hallelujah. You gave us beautiful dreams and we rose up this morning with breath in our body. Hallelujah. God, you give us hearing, oh God, that we were able to hear the birds sing this morning, God. Lord God, now we come before you, Lord God, uh, as your, oh God, men and women of God to magnify you, Lord. You've been so good. You met our needs, oh God. 
God. Every day of the week, we were, hallelujah, able to get up and go to work. And some of us work from our homes, oh God. Uh, Lord, you've given us, oh God, food for our tables that we were able to eat, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we have clothes on our back with so many, hallelujah, halakhic this morning. But you have bestowed favor upon us. And, and we're grateful this morning, God. And we take nothing for granted, Lord Jesus. Uh, we know, oh God, that we owe everything to you, Lord God, because you went to Calvary's cross for us, and you shed your blood, Lord God, and Lord, you paid the price that we could not pay, Lord Jesus, and you turned around and gave us life, and that more abundantly, and we're grateful this morning, Lord Jesus, and Lord God, we're not forgetful, Lord God, there's some that don't know you this morning, and we remember when you brought us out of darkness, and we remember when we were lost and couldn't find our way, Lord, and we're asking for prayers, oh God, uh, for our loved ones, our family members, our co-workers, our neighbors, Lord, uh, that don't know you this morning, Lord God. And we ask you, oh God, to bestow upon them what you did for us, Lord. And when you shine your light of your glory into our darkness and you turn our hearts towards you, Lord, and we are thankful, oh God. And we ask you this morning, Lord Jesus, uh, to bless our children, Lord God. And bless our local loved ones, Lord Jesus. Uh, oh God, remember the children that go to school every day, Lord God. We ask you to keep your angels round about them, protect them, oh God. And, oh God, as they leave their homes, oh God, hold, Lord God. Bring them back safely, Lord God. And they may return, oh God, with their health and their strength, Lord Jesus. Oh God, we ask you to bless, oh God, those that go out to work every day, Lord Jesus. Oh God, protect us, Lord Jesus, from seen and unseen dangers as we travel up and down the highways, Lord God. Lord, we're living in a world of lawlessness, Lord. We're living in a world that don't know, Lord God, that you're the Savior of the world, God. But cause us, oh God, to be lights in this dark world, Lord God. Give us holy boldness, oh God. Give us holy boldness that we proclaim your word, oh God. That we will speak of your name, God. And Lord Jesus, that we won't fear, Lord God, because you have not given us the spirit of fear. Now, God, we pray, oh God, for every church, oh God, with their doors open, oh God. Keep every plague and disease from the dwelling places, God. Lord God, bless our homes the same, Lord God. Let not no harm or danger come our way, Lord God. Lord Jesus, we live in a lawless world, God. Murder on every side, God. People are killing each other because they don't know you, Lord Jesus. But we're asking you for protection in our neighborhoods, God. Protect us, Lord Jesus, and let your light shine like never before, Lord. God, we know that you're coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle, and therefore we come to you tonight, Lord, this morning, Lord, and asking you to forgive us, oh God, for our sins and our shortcomings, Lord. The things that we should have done that we did not do, Lord. Oh God, wash away, oh God, those evil thoughts, Lord Jesus. Uh, God, we want to be pleasing in your sight. We want to be ready when you come in your glory, Lord. We don't know the day or the hour. You can come the next minute, the next hour, and we want to be ready, Lord. We want to be found faithful now. God, we ask you to bless the man of God. As he come forth with your word on today, Lord, open the door of utterance, Lord Jesus. Uh, open our ears that we might hear what your spirit is saying to the church, Lord. God, bless the words of his mouth, Lord Jesus, uh, that you may feed us with manner from on high, Lord. Strengthen his resolve, God, as he speak faith unto us, Lord. As we stand in expectation of your miracles, oh God, performing our lives, oh God. And we give you the glory, we give you the honor, and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. amen. 
and amen. I would like to read to you from the Bible in Psalms number 8. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all bear with me. I left my glasses. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalms 8 reads like this. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Hallelujah. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Out of the mouth of babes and suckling, thou hast ordained strength because of thy adversaries, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the heavens, the works of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the Son of Man, that thou visitest him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thine hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beast of the fields, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and whosoever passes through the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Let the Lord bless us with the words that we heard in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We are not ashamed. Gospel of Jesus Christ for God's power of salvation and it's to Oh. 
Come on and lift your hands up. Come on and lift your hands up if you're not ashamed. If you're not ashamed of the gospel, that he was born just to die, that he died for us, and that he's coming back. Hallelujah to Jesus. That's why we're living. Come on and say, God is the joy and the strength of my life. He moves all pain, misery, and strife. He promised to keep, never to leave me, never ever come short of his word. I'm going to fast and pray, stay in the narrow way. I'll keep my life clean every day. I want to go with him. When he comes back, I've come this far, and I'm never going back. God is, God is, God is, God is, God is my all. Is it your all? And all. Come on, praise, sing, let's sing it before we sit down.
God is my all. Hallelujah. God is my all. God is. God is my all. Come on, God is my all. He's the center of my joy. He's the lifter of my soul. God is my all. let's give God a praise if he's the center of your joy come on let's give God a praise for he's worthy of all the glory for he's worthy of all the honor for he's worthy of all the glory and if you know that he's worthy come on and open up your mouth come on and open up your mouth Come on and open up your mouth and give God a praise, a worthy praise. God is the center of my joy. He's my everything. He's my all in all. Come on and let's give God all the glory. Let's give God all the praise. Hallelujah. Take a minute just to give God worship. Hallelujah. Come on and let's give God all the glory. Come on and let's give God all the praise. Hallelujah. Forget about yourself. Hallelujah. Concentrate on him and worship him. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! 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 Come on, let's give God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof, and it will be glad. Oh, magnify. Oh, magnify. Oh, magnify. Oh, magnify. Oh, magnify the Lord with me because God is a good God and he deserves a great praise. I was glad. Is anybody glad this morning? Is he still your God? Is he still in control? He's still working it out. It's already getting better. When I think of his goodness, 
When I think of his goodness, when I think of it, when I think of it, when I think, 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 when I think. He's that good. He's that good. He's that good. When I think. When I think. All you got to do is think. When I think of the goodness of Jesus. And all he's done for me. My soul cries out. My soul cries out. Jesus. 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 Come on, come on. Jesus. 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 Come on. Jesus. 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 Come on, let's give Jesus the praise. Come on, if you know he's worthy, let's give Jesus the praise. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, you're healed. Hallelujah, you got to claim it. I'm healed. I got the victory. Hallelujah, I'm on my way to heaven. Hallelujah, he's the lifter of my soul. He's the lifter of my head. Hallelujah, Jesus. 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 Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 When I think of his goodness, Jesus, all you got to do is think about how good God has been. Hallelujah. All you got to do is think of how he kept us this far. All you got to do is think, hallelujah. Amen. So many people have gone on, but God has kept me. Hallelujah. It's not my goodness, but it's the mercy of the Lord that I'm standing, that I'm standing in this place today. Hallelujah. When I think, all you got to do is think. Come on. Think about what he's done for me. Think about what he's done for you. Now give him a praise. Hallelujah. Now give him a praise. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, he's worthy. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God one more praise. Let's give him a worthy praise. Hallelujah. Let's give him a hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Come on, say hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Amen. It's offering time. Come on, let's give God a praise.
in this house. Amen. You can't be God's giving. Hallelujah. No matter how you try. Amen. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? The Bible says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'm glad to be here. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank God just for being in the house of the Lord. It's offering time. And as I mentioned, rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Rise to your feet. Amen. Giving it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. Amen. Amen. You can't beat God's giving. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. You can give several ways. The technicians will put it on the bottom of your screen how to give. You can give, amen, through text. You can give, amen, through the app, amen. You can bring it by check, amen, and cash, amen. Come on, let's give God one more praise in the house of the Lord. Amen. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you one more time. Hallelujah, Lord God, because you're worthy, Lord, of all the glory and all the honor. Lord God, we ask that you bless this offering, Lord. Lord God, we ask that you have your way. Lord, we ask that you press it down, shake it together, Lord, and run it over, Lord God, Jesus. Lord, we pray, Lord God, that those that give, Lord, are able to give, Lord God, cheerfully, because you love a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. Lord, we come to you by faith, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord God, we know that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. So, Lord, we ask that you bless this offering. Lord, bless the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's say in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Follow the leading of the ushers in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Deacon Basil here at Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. Thank you for all of your support. With your support, we've been able to keep ministry going. And we thank God for your support. And we pray that everyone is being blessed in this. Now, there are several ways you can give and we ask that you look at the screen and choose one of the ways that you can give. Thank you for your support, and we pray that God will continue to bless you. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Deacon Basil here at Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. Thank you for all of your support. With your support, we've been able to keep ministry going. And we thank God for your support. And we pray that everyone is being blessed in this. Now, there are several ways you can give. And we ask that you look at the screen and choose one of the ways that you can give. Thank you for your support. And we pray that God will continue to bless you.
Come on and give him glory. Bless his holy name. Bless his name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And forget not all of his benefits. It was David that said he has not dealt with us according to our iniquities. Hallelujah. Songwriter said he looked beyond my faults and he saw my needs. Somebody give Jesus one more praise. Oh. I do honor the Lord Jesus Christ on today because he is the boss and I am so grateful uh, for he allowing me to see this day. This day. Hallelujah. Never saw this day before. But the Lord allowed me to see it. I don't know how you feel, but I'm just glad to be in the land of the living. Yes, he has allowed me to see this day. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. We honor the Lord again and to all of the men of God, uh, certainly our assistant pastor, uh, and to all of the men of God that are here today and their wives and to the deacons uh, and their wives and to the mothers uh, and to Lady Fields who's here with us today. Yes. Yeah. And, and to all of you, give yourselves a hand to all of you who are here. And to all of you who have connected with us via live stream, we say praise the Lord to you. God has been good to us. So good. So good. Uh, he has been good. And some people think when we say that, because we say it all the time, that it's a cliche. Uh, but he's good all the time. Hallelujah. It's true. Um, we have been praying. Now, uh, we started a series on Bible class. Every Wednesday is Bible study. And we have started a series on uh, uh, salvation. And last week we talked about, Lord, I want my loved ones saved. Uh, we came out of the book of Esther. And uh, I'm asking the church here and uh, the church in New York to join together in the fast. Every Friday of this month we are fasting specifically for our unsaved loved ones. We want the Lord to save them. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. Uh, those who have backslid, uh, it's in his word. He says, I'm holding the writ in my hand. Hallelujah. Which means, and he said, I'm married to the backslider. Hallelujah. I have the arrangement is in my hand. The documentation is in his hand. Can God bring them back? Yes. Hallelujah. Some of us have been trying to do it, sometimes getting into arguments and frustrated. Uh, but let's put it to God in prayer. Uh, he said, my arms are not too short. That means it doesn't matter where they are, how far out they are, how far down they've dropped. He can reach them. Hallelujah. Can God do it? Will God do it? Amen. So... Um, this Thursday and Friday, Lady Fields and I will be in the Bronx um, and we'll be in prayer meeting with the saints there and all of the souls that have been baptized during the year. We've baptized quite a few in New York. 
we're going to have an old-fashioned tarry meeting and uh, bringing them into the temple. Amen. It's all right. Give the Lord some praise. And um, now I figured if people can go shopping during the pandemic, they, uh, they have, they've been going. You see them out in the street. And I know you're there because you put everything on Facebook. I mean, when I say everything, everything. I, you go to the restaurant. I know it because it's on Facebook. You even take a picture of your plate. So people can see what you, if you can do all that, you can come to prayer uh, and pray, believing God to fill with the Holy Ghost. So uh, the 14th and 15th, those of you in New York, meet us uh, at Refuge Temple Annex. And uh, at the end of this month, we're closing out here, the 28th and the 29th. I'll be here on the altar from 7 p.m. to 9. And those of you who are tiring for the Holy Ghost, meet me here. Uh, and I'm praying and asking the missionaries and deacons and preachers, let's come out. Put your mask on. It's all right. Uh, but we're going to call on the name of Jesus, believing God that he will fill someone with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And listen, I have enough faith to believe that uh, even if you connect with us via live stream, uh, you can be sitting in your living room and the Holy Ghost will fall right in your living room. Yeah, right in your living room. Now, I tell this story all the time, uh, but it's a true story. There's a young lady um, that we grew up with. She was seeking the Holy Ghost, uh, and she didn't get it here. And um, she went home that night discouraged, and the phone rang. Uh, I was a young lad then. My sister might remember this, or my mother. And um, the young lady's mother was complaining and literally yelling at my father, what did y'all do over there to my daughter? What have you done? And my father said, what are you talking about? And uh, he said, "Put bring the phone close to where she is because he heard all this noise. So she said, what she said was she's in the bathroom and she's talking gibberish. She's, and um, yeah, she was, <laughs> she was, um, she was taking a shower. Yeah. Yeah. She was in the shower. Now, I don't know what she said to Jesus while she was taking the shower. But whatever she said, uh, while the water was coming down, the Lord filled her with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Can God do it? Will God do it? Yeah, so we're going to pray. We're going to turn our plates down and fast. Call their names out. Send me that email. Uh, if you want me to touch and agree and lay their names on the altar. Uh, but I want you to join me, those of you who can, join us in prayer. And we're believing God. Uh, and if you can get him here, get them here to the altar Thursday or Friday, the 28th or the 29th here, next week the 14th and the 15th in the Bronx, bring them to the altar. I'm believing God that he would fill them with the Holy Ghost. God promised that he would do so. He said the promise is unto you and to your children, those who are afar off. 
Father, we love you so much and we're so grateful for you allowing us to be here today in your house, in your presence. We ask Jesus that you would bless us now through your word. Speak to us today. Lord, we need to hear from you. So much is going on. So much is happening around us. We ask that you would speak to us today. You know all things. You know the problem, the situation. You know what we've been praying for. You know how many tears have been shed, how many prayers have been prayed. Speak, Lord. And we'll give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And um, while we talked about a series that we've started in Bible study, I'll be doing a preaching series starting today dealing with the mind. Uh, for the next three or four weeks, we'll be preaching uh, on the subject of having an eternal mindset. Here is the first installment coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. It sounds like this. We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sake that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many be downed to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, sanctified in our hearts that we may grow thereby. It is out of the 18th verse I want to glean the thought, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. I want to use briefly as a subject today, living in a temporary world with an eternal mindset. Living in a temporary world with an eternal mindset. You may be seated. I submit to you first that we should always be encouraged by the word of God. And I say that not loosely, but firmly. And it should not matter what state or condition you're in. Understanding and knowing that the word of God is there to help us adjust or should I better say help us function with the right perspective. And I say that again firmly because many times in the midst 
of living our everyday life, sometimes we tend to act as though God is not going to keep his word or he's going to stop being God because what we're going through perhaps is too difficult or too bothersome for him to do anything about, and that's just not true. And what I'm really describing is the flip-flop that goes on in our minds at times when we're sick and tired of feeling the way we've been feeling or seeing what we've been seeing. The mind starts talking to you. Sometimes it's not the devil. Sometimes it's us talking to ourselves. He's, he's, he's not going to do it. It's, it's not going to happen. And your perspective deals with your view or how you see things. And it, I'll even take it further and say that it goes beyond that and has to do with a particular attitude in regards to how you feel or what you see. I should say how you feel about what's going on. All of this is really affected by what's going on in an individual's mind. What Sometimes you have to wonder what's going through people of God's mind. What are you thinking about? What's your mindset? What is it that makes you shut down when you should continue to pray? What is it that quiets your mouth, has you in a place where you're too attitudinal to give God the praise that he deserves? What is it? And I know that we're always talking about faith and you might wonder what faith has to do with all of this. After all, the word of God says the just shall live by faith, but I brought up faith because faith is a mindset. It's not just a word that we throw out there. It's not just a concept or a theory. Faith, real, true, genuine faith is a mindset. Yeah, I'm going to say it one more time. Faith is a, a mindset. Real faith. Real faith. Say that with me. Real faith. Real faith embraces God no matter how much it hurts or what's going on or how discouraged you may be or what kind of disappointment has arisen you are embracing. I would not say the situation, but you're embracing the sovereignty of God because you know he's the one that can fix it. He's the one that can heal it. He's the one. And there are many of us who have been serving God long enough to tell you that he doesn't always do it when you think he should do it because of his sovereignty. When does he do it? And many may say, well, when you're ready to receive it. And the truth is, it's really when he's ready to give it to you. It's not according always to our desire or uh, what's going on in our lives. It's according to his wisdom and his timing. Remember, he lives in eternity. We live in time. He was already here when we got here. So to really tell the truth and put it out there, what we need has already been put out there for us before we even needed it. So, by faith, we are trying to catch up with what God has already said out of his mouth. Faith is a mindset. Faith is a mindset. It's, it's a spiritual way of living. Instead of 
being led by all of these collective thoughts that sometimes are not incongruent with God's word. Sometimes, if you be honest with yourself, you're thinking thoughts that are contrary to what God said. Why? Because of how you feel or because of what you see. Sometimes it's because of what someone has planted in your ear. Hallelujah. You can choose, though, the mindset that you want to live by. I'm going to say that one more time. You, you can choose the mindset that you want to live by. In one passage of Scripture, Paul differentiates, and he said, one is a carnal mind, one is a spiritual mind. He identifies the mindset because he says there are some who are spiritual enough to hold on in the pain. It doesn't mean that they don't want to let go, but they have enough faith to believe if I hold on long enough, and because God knows how much I can bear, he'll come by and see about me. As a matter of fact, while I'm holding on, I'm praising him even before the victory is realized. And I can praise him even before the storm is over, yet holding on. But those who are carnal, they may speak out and say things that are contrary to God's will and God's way. They may even speak against God himself. There is a story in the word of God that is very familiar that would help us bring the point and make it even clearer where it talks about in the Old Testament the Israelites and how they were promised a land that was filled with milk and honey. You remember in the book of Exodus, and he said, I've got this land for you. And he brings them out of Egypt land, and according to the word of God, when you read it correctly, it should have only taken them 11 days to get to the promised land from Egypt. 11-day journey. But an 11-day journey took them 40 years to get to the promised land. Why? Because they weren't thinking right. Hallelujah. God said, I want you to send spies out there. Ten came back with a negative report and said, we are but grasshoppers. Hallelujah. In their sight, their minds weren't thinking right. God opens up a Red Sea. God freed them from captivity. And when they left, although they were called slaves, the Bible says they spoiled the Egyptians, which means they took money, they took jewels, they took cattle, they were rich, coming out of slavery, and God made a way for them and said, now all you've got to do is walk in the northerly direction, 11-day journey, and because of their bickering and complaining, and it all had to do with what they were thinking, and what they were thinking came out of their mouth. We should have stayed in Egypt land. It was better for us to be there than to be over here. Hallelujah. One wrong mindset that the Israelites had was they felt like God should make everything easy for them. Hallelujah. You have folks like that today. They feel like just because they speak in tongues or just because they're a member of a particular church that everything should be easy. Hallelujah. I was foolish enough when I first got the Holy Ghost to feel like everybody was going to be nice to me and everybody was going to be my friend. And oh, when I found out that it wouldn't always be that way, I was so disappointed. 
That's when I started learning that I can't focus on people. I've got to focus on God and his will for my life. Hallelujah. But some of them were saying it should be easy. Shouldn't have to go through anything. It, it's too hard. And when things got too hard for the Israelites, they, they had to fight enemies. Hallelujah. There were people who were withstanding them, but instead of turning to God, who was actually greater than their problem and stronger than their enemies, they started grumbling and complaining. Hallelujah. There's one thing God really can't stand is a child of his that does nothing but complain you you complain more than you pray even in your prayers you're complaining you're not trusting you're not believing you're just complaining about everything hallelujah they did this they did that there's too many obstacles in front of me and God is looking back at them saying but what did I say to you Hallelujah. I said that, uh, hallelujah, I would make your enemies your footstool. I promised you the land. I told you I would do it for you. All you had to do was keep moving forward. So the Israelites, according to the word of God, they had the mindset also that their enemies were the problem. Hallelujah. But it was really their thinking. You already have the victory. Hallelujah. So why are you acting defeated? You, you already have it in your hat. God already promised it to you. You should be acting as though you've already received what God said out of his mouth concerning you. Hallelujah. Look down your robe and tell somebody it's already yours. That's the same way he did Joshua. He said, see, I've given you the city. Hallelujah. It may look difficult, but if God says it's yours, then it is yours. The scripture text here that we read out of 2 Corinthians, it is Paul writing to comfort those who had repented as a result of his rebukes and corrections and to instruct them concerning what it really meant to be in ministry. And to fully explain what was going on, there were those who were complaining about everything. They were complaining about the doctrine. They were complaining about the gospel. They were, hallelujah, arguing concerning the validity of the word that Paul was presenting to those who did not know Christ. So there was a group of them in the congregation who were refuting everything Paul preached about. He preached about the baptism. He would talk to them about marriage and divorce. He would talk to them about what it meant to really be saved. He would talk to them about holiness. He would talk to them about holy communion and everything he taught. There were those who said no, it don't take all that. You don't need to do all that. And they would even question his apostolic authority. Hallelujah. So when he laid hands on people and people were healed, they would refute that and say there's trickery in that. And Paul would have to stand and refute 
them and let them know that this power that is moving among the congregation is not the power of man, it is the power of God. So uh, he would let them know that if we're going to have a ministry, a true ministry, it has to be based on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So this is why in chapter 4 he talks about it as being a ministry that has to be an honest ministry not enveloped in the ambitions of men or the feelings of those who really don't know God but he said seeing that we have this ministry hallelujah as we receive mercy we faint not hallelujah Paul was letting them know I know you're talking about us and there were those of you who were refuting the gospel of Jesus Christ and you have an attitude because you see the lives of those who were hearing the gospel change hallelujah but I assure you it's not of us it is of God I'm reminded of what Jesus said hallelujah when they talked about his miracles and his teachings and when he casted out a demon they called him Baal's above but he says a demon would not bother and I'm paraphrasing to cast out another demon he actually said it like this a house divided against itself Self cannot stand. So uh, Paul says, if we're going to have this ministry, this church, uh, this belief system, then uh, we have to renounce the hidden things uh, of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, uh, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So he says it's got to be honest. No tricks up our sleeve. All I want you to see is Jesus and the power of his Holy Ghost. Jesus, when you see us clapping, it's the power of God. If I could tell you the truth, many of us don't feel like clapping our hands. We've been through too much during the week. Many of us don't really feel like opening up our mouths. And the devil has even dared to put a mask on our mouth. I declare unto you, it's the God in us that makes a scream beyond the mast and clap beyond our feelings. Some of you been through a whole lot this week. You trying to figure out yourself, how did I make it this far? It was God in you. So then he says, not only should we be honest, but we should be unselfish in this ministry if, if you're going to hide the gospel then you're hiding it to those who are lost 
if we're going to play church and understand those that really need Jesus can't hear the truth sitting among those who don't want to reveal the truth about their salvation. I know you have a mask on, but scream at somebody on your row and tell them if he had not saved me, I'd still be lost. Hallelujah. You need to tell the truth. I was messed up. I was on my way to hell. Some of you were gangsters, strippers. Some of us were homemongers and drug addicts. But God saved us. We were lost in our sins. And Paul said, you want us to cover that up? You want me to sugarcoat it? You want us to be sadiddy and sophisticated? And you want us to just come to church and hum and ha? It's impossible for me, after all he's done in my life, to come in God's house and cross my legs and fold my arms. You don't know what I've been through. I, I was lost. And when I say I was lost, I was lost. I didn't know how to get to God. But he found me in my mess. Oh, some of you act like he waited for you to come out of your mess. But that's not my testimony. I, I was. The songwriter said, oh, the joy that came to me when I knew that I was free when my Savior found me. I couldn't find him. I didn't know where he was. I couldn't, I didn't know how to get there. I was sitting in church and still couldn't get to God. He came to me and brought me into the ark of safety, baby. That's what grace is all about. So he begins to continue and he tells them it should be an unselfish ministry because the God of this world blinded the minds of them that believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. This is why Paul said, I know you're lying on me because we haven't been preaching ourselves. I never got up here and told you how much money I make and what I drive. I never got up here and told you how big my house was. I, I never got up here and talked about money cometh to you. I, I told you the wages of sin is death, the gift of God, his eternal life. I told you, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And all of these other things should be added unto you. What would it profit a man?
to gain the whole world and lose his soul. I gave you Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. If you got Jesus, you got everything you need. He said God commanded the lights to shine out of darkness. And just like he did it then, he commanded the light to come in to our hearts and give the light of the knowledge of glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And finally, he goes down to the seventh verse and says we should not be living out of the weaknesses that are in our flesh, but we are functioning through the ability of the God that is living in us. Oh, I wish I could preach this the way I feel it in my spirit. Listen to what Paul says. We, we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God. Look down your row and say, it's not me. It's the God in me. That's why some folks don't like you. It's, it's because of the God that's in you. Never met them, don't even know their name. They'll walk past you and suck their teeth and roll their eyes because the Holy Ghost that's in you is irritating the demon that's in them. I know I'm talking right. Listen, I was waiting for a flight, trying to get back home from my family. It was about two years ago, and I'm just standing on line. Hallelujah. The flight attendant said it's time to board. I had my pass. I had my little bag in my hand. And Hallelujah. And I'm standing there. And all of a sudden the man just walks up to me and starts cursing me out. And I mean cursing me out. Hallelujah. And I just looked at him. You know, I'm from New York. And I started to say something back but uh, it was as though something just put its hand uh, over my mouth and uh, everybody was watching and listening to this man uh, curse and scream and uh, perhaps he thought I cut in front of him but uh, we're all going in the same place the same direction so uh, I just backed up and let him get in front of me and we got in our chair. Hallelujah. And before they closed the door, they said, wait a minute. There's been a mistake made. And Hallelujah. The flight attendant or the person that works out there said, sir, we have to put you on another flight. You're not supposed to be on this flight. Now, I'll admit he was a foreigner. And I didn't understand the curse words that were coming out of his mouth anyway. But I know he was cursing me out. But I'm grateful to God. Hallelujah. And it registered in my mind that I don't know this man. 
I never saw him before. And so I started thinking about what I was doing while I was standing on line. I was praying. I was saying, Lord, help me get home safe. Don't let no crazy people be on this plane. Not only did the Lord bring me home safe, but he got the crazy people off the plane. Scream down your row and tell them it's not me. It's the God in me. You better start acting like God is in you. You better stop cowering down. It's all right to hold your peace, but you better know God is fighting your battle. So while you're holding your peace, lift up your head. Oh, ye gates, and the king of glory shall come in. I dare somebody to lift their hands and scream it out. It's not me. It's the God in me. I wanted to let go, but the God in me made me hold on. I wanted to give up, but the God in me spoke a word in my life. And I found myself saying, though he slain me, yet will I trust him. I feel like preaching in here. So Paul, he's refuting the naysayers, the complainers, and the wishy-washy folk who were all in their flesh who didn't believe in serving God to the fullness. Thank you. But Paul, he denied all of them and made it clear that the gospel we believe has power. The God that we serve is all-powerful. And this God we preach about and sing about, he abides on the inside. It's a treasure that's in an earthen vessel. I don't know how he did it because I was filthy. My flesh is weak and he's all powerful. But he figured it out and he told me to give him my old filthy garment and he gave me a robe of pure white. I wasn't worthy of this. I was filthy and dirty. But he looked beyond my faults. And he saw my needs. And he put himself in me. Look at your hands. God is in there. Look at your feet, baby. God is in there. Put your hand on your chest. And say, God, 
is on the inside. Lay your hands on your head. Said it's all over me. All on the inside. That's why I'm still here. That's why Paul was able to say. That's why I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. Scream down your row and tell him you better thank God that I got the Holy Ghost. Come on, look at him. Look at him in the face and say, you better thank God that I got the Holy Ghost. That's why Paul told Titus we were foolish serving diverse lust and pleasures. It was no righteousness of our own. But he saved us. That was Paul's way of telling him if we didn't have the Holy Ghost, we'd be rolling on the carpet right now, fighting and bickering. But the same blood that washed my mess away, wash yours away. And we got the song that we can sing that even the angels can't sing. I've been redeemed. How many redeemed folks in here? We used to sing a song. It's an old gospel hymn. One of the mothers would get up and sing, I've been redeemed. And the rest of the congregation would sing back and sing, and so have I. Come on, let's try it. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. Said I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. I feel like preaching in here. He's writing a letter to the Corinthians throughout a chair. And he's addressing three kinds of people that are in the congregation. Number one, he wants to encourage the majority of them that remain faithful to him as a pastor. He said, I want to thank you for trusting me and knowing that I would never show you anything outside of the word of God. And the second group were those that challenged him. He wanted to expose them that fought against the gospel and his apostolic authority. And the third group, he's simply reprimanding because they allowed the naysayers to upset their joy. They allowed somebody else's mess to mess with their praise. Look down your road. 
and tell somebody I don't care what you say or what you do I'm holding on to my God that's how you gotta talk I don't care what you do I don't care if it upsets you I know my Redeemer liveth and he's able to keep that which I'm committed against that day so he writes it down and a theme develops and the theme of the letter is suffering through glory rather glory through suffering now that confused some of them how can you talk about glory in the midst of suffering in the midst of turmoil and Paul wanted them to know I never told you it was gonna be easy I never promised you that every day would be an easy day but I did tell you that you've been called into this fellowship and the same way that the same one that saved you is the same one that keeps you hallelujah and the same faith it took for you to get the Holy Ghost you gotta use that favor to hold on to it hallelujah so by the time he gets to the 13th verse he's saying everybody has to believe God everybody has to walk by faith from the pulpit to the door just like it says in the book that's why I speak the way I speak because I believe God that's why I shout the way I shout because I believe God that's why I praise the way I praise because I believe God say yeah and because we know that he raised Jesus from the dead just like he picked up Jesus from the grave that same power can pick us up that same power can raise us up hallelujah and that same power is here right now just lift your hands and say power power Power. I'm not talking flesh power. I'm talking power from above. I'm not talking power that comes from position. I'm talking God's power. Power is in your hand. Power. 
power is in your feet. Power is all in you. Oh, I wish I could touch my neighbor, but touch yourself and say, Power is already in me. Power. All things are for your sake. Everything he did was for your sake. I delivered you for your sake. If I didn't save you, you'd be dead right now. Some of you would be in the nut house. Some of you would be living in the street. But I saved you. And I put power on the inside. Say yeah. Say yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, talk back to me. Say yeah. How many of you feel the power? I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him all over me. Feel him. But listen to Paul. He says, We know this. That's why the more we praise him, I know you're going through. But the more you praise him, he said, through your thanksgiving, many redound to the glory of God. I know you're going through, but you've been praising me anyway. I know they lied on you, but you've been praising me anyway. I know it's been difficult for you, but the more you praise me, the more I get the glory. The more you tell me thank you, the more I get the glory. The more you say, Lord, I love you. The devil gets mad. He gets upset. Every time you say, I will bless the Lord at all times. I feel like preaching. The devil gets mad. The demon that's been messing with you, he gets upset. Everything they did against you, and you're still praising them. Scream down your row and say, It's not me, it's the God in me. For which cause we faint not. I hear another word that says, Be not weary. I hear you, Lord, in your well doing. For in due season, in due season, I hear the Lord say, Praise me till I change the season. Praise me. Hey, God. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Praise me until I flip the script. Praise me until I turn it around. Say, yeah. Thank you. 
He said, that's why we haven't fainted. That's why we haven't died. That's why you didn't backslide. He said, though the outward man perish, my inward man is renewed day by day. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Scream down your row and tell them you may not understand this, but in everything I go through, I'm stronger now. My praise is different. My prayer life is different. My mind is different. The way I think is totally different. That same power that's in my hands. The same power that makes me dance gets in my mind. Every thought is all about God. He's all in my head. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's all in my mind. And when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God for saving me. He said, listen, this is how we think. Faith is a mindset. He said, this light affliction is only a moment. It's temporal. It's going to pass. Oh, yeah. Point at somebody, tell them this too shall pass. It's an interruption. It's a speed bump. It's a commercial. But it won't stop God from doing what he wants in your life. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Lift up your hands and tell yourself the God in me is greater than the situation. He said it's a light affliction. Hallelujah. And it won't last always. I heard Job say trouble. It don't last always. Put your arms around yourself and encourage your own spirit and tell yourself trouble don't last always. But he said it's working. It's working for you. Far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. So don't look Concentrate on what you see because it's temporal. We're living in a temporal world. It's gonna fade away. But everything God put in your life, it's eternal. He said, look at the things that are not seen. Have you say, preacher, that makes no sense. How can I look at 
things that I cannot see through the word of God I see my healing through the word of God by his stripes I'm healed I see my joy through the word of God they that sow in tears shall reap in joy weeping may endure for the night but joy is coming in the morning I see my deliverance through the word of God many all the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord will deliver but the Lord will deliver but the Lord will deliver come on say it with me but the Lord will deliver say it out of your mouth but the Lord will deliver but the Lord He is speaking from the perspective of an eternal mindset. The more I get to know God, the more that happens to my way of thinking. I, I can't think the way I used to think because I know too much now about how my God blesses his people. His so he's talking from an eternal mindset. He's talking from his spirituality. He, he says, I have feelings just like everyone else. I, I have difficulties and struggles just like everybody else. He admits there's a war going on. He admits that there are things that he should not do that he finds himself doing. He says all of that, but he says God has a way of proving himself. His strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. When you develop an eternal mindset, you're, the process feels different. You're, you're not so quick to think about giving up and walking away. You're not so quick to fold under the frustrations of life. You're, you're setting your focus on the one who saved you the one who delivered you. He said, it's a light affliction. He said, I know, I know you put a lot of stock into, into the problem. I think sometimes you put too much stock into the problem. And you talk more about the problem than you do about God. But he says, it's a light affliction. The audacity for the preacher to look at what you're going through and say it's a 
light affliction. Now imagine if the saints then were anything like the saints today, they might have been talking back to him. Who do you think you are? You, you don't know what I'm going through. But Paul says it's a light affliction. When you compare it to the glory that shall be revealed. When you compare it to the blessing that you're going to have when you come out of it. When you compare it to the God of your salvation, it's a light affliction. It's an eternal mindset. We're living in a temporal world. But God is waiting for us to operate in an eternal mindset. Lift those hands where you are. Father, I've shared your word. I've shared what you've given me to share. I pray that you would touch everyone here under the sound of my voice. Troubled minds, troubled spirits, some are wounded. It is my prayer that no one would leave this place the same way that they came. Minister to everyone here under the sound of my voice. You know, every situation, touch, Lord. <laughs> Comfort their hearts, strengthen their minds. Help them to realize that it's going to be all right. You're in control. We praise you now and glorify your name. And we thank you for the victory, the deliverance. We thank you for the healing and salvation. We're going to glorify you, Father. In spite of what's going on, you are worthy to be praised. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Put those hands together. Give the Lord some praise. Those of you who have connected with us via live stream, I want to minister to you first. I want to pray for you. You may be sitting in your living room in your car. Some of you are at work. You have been watching and worshiping with us. I want to pray for you if you have a special need of prayer. Put your name in the comment section. Or if there's someone you want us to pray for, tag them. Put their name there. Let them know that the saints of God here at Greater Refuge Temple in Washington, D.C. are getting ready to pray for them. Knowing that God is able, there's no greater power than his power. We're praying. We're praying for the Matthews family. Praying for Nisha Loveless. We're praying for Renelle Davis. That the Lord would touch her body. We're praying for Rebecca Wilcox, Latanya Davis Bennett, Thelma Richardson. The names are coming in. We're praying for Gary and Thelma Richardson, Michelle Sims, Jaden Sims, Jamari Parker, Jason Ingram Jr., Dorian Wilson, Myra Davis, Tamara Campbell, the Comfort family, Benjamin Perry, Zachary Peterson. Darnell Ulmer Jr. Chantel Robinson. 
the names are still coming in let's bow our heads father in the name of Jesus we thank you for all that you've done and all that you're about to do these names that are coming in on this prayer line you know who they are and where they are we are praying that you would stretch forth your hands and touch them in a special way if they need salvation save Lord healing heal Lord if it's deliverance deliver let them feel your delivering power even now in the name of Jesus everybody say it with me in the name of Jesus put your hands together give Jesus some praise bless you if you want to contact us you may do so admin at grtdc.org you have a special request something you want me to touch and agree with you with I'll take that request and lay it on the altar send it to us admin at grtdc.org thank you for connecting with us and until then until next week we say to you be careful be prayerful and be holy Everybody in the temple, give Jesus one more praise, won't you? Lord, it's Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization at Great Reformation Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ. It was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work yes even in the midst of these trying times we are determined to continue the work i pray that you'll continue to connect with us i pray also that as the lord delivers and set free that he will not leave you out you'll be blessed along with us as well until we meet again shalom shalom